Hey everybody, you've got uh, Jason here um, with Mickey. How are you doing, man? Good. That's uh, Podcast General Manager Jason and Commissioner right. Mickey. How did you get to be Commissioner? I don't know. Well, you're the General Manager. I- I'm I'm trying to collate the uh, the figureheads here. So well, no, neither one of us is the owner, so neither one of us is like McMahon. So you're like Slaughter, and I'm like what Briscoe. Well, Briscoe was a stooge. I'd rather be a stooge. That's what I want to do when I retire is be a Vince McMahon stooge. Well, hey, we are uh, invading the Sequel Quest and the House Show uh, channels here tonight. We're usually on Tuesdays on the main feed for the Retro Network for TRN Podcast, as we like to call it, or just the Retro Network Podcast. And uh, so we are here to uh, essentially judge the sequel pitches well, actually, one was more of a reboot, I guess, that they came up with in this uh, epic show. I just got done listening to it, and man, that was fun. Yeah, uh, as a longtime wrestling nerd myself and movie lover in general, I thoroughly enjoyed the concept. And it's fun to see when shows within the network cross over with each other. That was, I think, a yeah. first, I guess, other than some guest appearances by folks on other shows, but... That's the first full-fledged crossover, and it, it went really well. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it flowed really well. I loved the little uh, wrestling history lead-up there for each person and telling about their the histories with the movie and just the wrestling in general leading up to it. And then we got the two pitches. So the house show did No Holds Barred. Uh, what's your history with No Holds Barred, Mick? Oh, I was excited for it when it came out because much like Marvel movies are today, you didn't get comic book movies back then. And you certainly didn't get wrestling movies back then. There had been Body Slam. I had seen Grunt, which is still a personal favorite of mine. But when No Holds Barred came out, it had a wrestler in it, and it had a sort of a wrestling theme. So I was all in for it. And I can remember begging. The only place it played local was at the uh, Moonlight Drive-In Theater. And I remember begging my dad numerous times to take me. Never happened. So <laughs> I ended up having to get it at the video store. Now I remember seeing it in the theater and if memory serves me correctly, they just hyped the crap out of that during like WWF uh, superstars or whatever leading up to it. Am I right about that? Yeah. They even had so much as I think an episode of primetime wrestling was supposedly live on premiere night. They were at some theater yeah. in Connecticut outside of the theater <laughs> and kept going back to, the host there outside the theater, the home premiere night. It's pretty cool. I just remember the, uh, the hype around that being so over the top. Well, <laughs> there's another movie, I guess you could liken that to over the top, but, uh, it was just so, it got me so pumped up. I couldn't wait to see it in the theater. I'm pretty sure I have not seen it since. <laughs> <laughs> I might have seen it, you know, uh, here or there on cable. I don't remember specifically sitting down to watch it again. But uh, the iconic moment, I guess, or the the one that sticks out of my brain is when Zeus, is it Zeus that goes through the ring at the yes. end? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was just mind-blowing to my whatever 11, 12-year-old mind. He went through the wrestling ring, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I couldn't uh, essentially believe that. And uh, the uh, the other movie, Ready to Rumble, what, what's your uh, history with that? Well, I was still big into wrestling at that point in time, coming out of the Monday Night Wars. And again, wrestling was pretty mainstream, like I mentioned on their podcast. 
I went to go see it in the theater, but something happened. I don't believe I actually saw it in the theater. I think I had to wait on it to come out on video too, but I was pumped for it, but not like I was ready or uh, no holds barred because mm -hmm. I was at that perfect age for no holds barred and just really being into it and uh, ready to rumble come out. I was a little older, uh, a lot older, had other things on my mind at that point in time. <laughs> yeah. so. I'm pretty sure I, uh, that was like a blockbuster rental. Uh, it was after we were married and I was out of college by then. So I just happened to catch my eye and I, I had not seen that. So I watched it and I think that's probably the last time I've seen that movie as well. <laughs> so none of these are really, or either of these are really, I don't know, rewatchable in, in the sense that, oh, I got to break it out once a year or whatever to me, you know? No, I, I had recorded no holds barred off of HBO or something back in the day and had it on VHS. I still have it actually. And it was one of the movies as I was, 11, 12, 13, I would put on in the background a lot. So mm -hmm. I'm very familiar with it, whether I've actually sat and focused on it in forever. But, you know, Adam mentioned on the show that No Holds Barred is available on Amazon Prime right now. So, you know, maybe it's time to give it another yeah, shot. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Yeah. All right. So what did you think? Uh, I guess we'll start with uh, the house show and their reboot series to no holds barred. Well, it's hard to, to talk about the thoughts on both movies and not spoil who we're going to vote for, for the winner. Should we say who won before we talk about why we can? Yeah. We reached a unanimous decision on this. So yeah, go ahead and tell them. The winner and steal TRN trios <laughs> champions, the house show guys. Yeah. Which is funny. It's a trio's title, but only two members of each team showed up for the title <laughs> match. Must be free bird rules or something. <laughs> the, the house they show were, guys they were the managers. Whether, yeah. whether you do or not, the house show guys will get the free bird rule reference. <laughs> I, yeah, I, that went over my head, but the educator seems more of a manager anyway. He's, you know, giving hmm. you the, the education there. But yeah, well, so what did you like about their uh, uh, sequel series or reboot series? Well, the one thing that really stuck out is this was a wrestling themed pitch and you could tell that the no holds barred pitch was written by real wrestling fans because the big swerve at the end where the mentor is the final boss. Yes. That Rip Lee has to go through and some of the best angles in pro wrestling history were mentor versus student Bruno and Zabisco, uh, Mr. Wrestling 2 and Magnum TA, and it goes on and on and on throughout history. So you could tell that their history with watching wrestling really played a part in their pitch, whether consciously or subconsciously. Uh, I like the fact that they pitched it as a Netflix-type series, a 12-episode or longer mm -hmm. series with a different boss of the week to fight. That was a pretty cool idea. I like the fact that they rebooted it for modern times, focusing on females and such. It just, it was a really good pitch all the way around. Yeah, I agree. I got kind of a, I don't know, almost like a blood sport angle there with the different <laughs> bosses or mm -hmm. uh, people each week. I, I did like that a lot too. And yeah, the twist with the girls. I mean, that's just so ready to be on Netflix right now. I had a request though. Uh -huh. if, if that was to be made, one of the 
one of the females that she should have to fight would be Tori from Cobra Kai. Oh yes, there you go. In there too. Yeah, throw that in the hat. Why not? So yeah, I uh, I did enjoy that, and uh, there was parts about that we're not totally dissing uh, the Reddit Rumble sequel here at by no means, but uh, I, I felt uh, leaning towards the house show way. So well, it uh, wasn't so, a boxing match. It was like a ten nine decision. I mean, right, it was yeah, really close. Absolutely. All right. So what about the Ready to Rumble pitch? Well, it had a lot of David Arquette. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> not, a, not enough Patricia Arquette. You know? Not enough Courtney Cox either. Yeah. So, yeah. We could have used uh, an angle there with yeah. uh, since they brought back uh, Dewey. But now, um, I like the fact that the wrestlers weren't just getting beaten or attacked or whatever. They were being flat out murdered. Yes. I mean, it was like a Scooby-Doo type movie <laughs> feel vibe to it, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, the Vince McMahon reveal at the end, you know, it was me, Austin. It was me all along type moment <laughs> from the higher power back in 99. Yeah. But uh, the maniacal evil owner being revealed behind something is a uh, overused trope in wrestling these days. So I think that may be why it fell a little flatter for me. It reminded me of that. Uh, was it a Miller Lite commercial when they have all the face reveals with like Bob Uecker and yeah. Vince and yeah, everybody at the wrestling ring. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I, that was probably my favorite thing was they're actually getting knocked off and this wasn't uh, holding back at all, you know, on this and <laughs> the, the Vince angle at the end was, was really good too. So See, he could have put it over the top if it wasn't just Vince. If he had somebody like the undertaker with him to fit the whole theme of the movie, you know? Yeah. And Paul bearer or, or it's somebody. Stephanie. Yeah. Instead oh, of Vince. No, no, it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't even be close if it was Stephanie. <laughs> it I, I would have to just, it would be a 10, one decision. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun, man. We, uh, we definitely appreciate you guys for, setting all this up, the hype, even uh, going back. And uh, I don't know whose brainchild this was, but it certainly worked and was very enjoyable to listen to. Sorry we didn't get a chance to get it listened to and uh, come up with our reveal here on the uh, last year in podcast. But Well, people who are used to hearing our show know how busy I tend to be sometimes. And I run three, four, five days later than most people on most things. <laughs> so... My apologies, too. Well, great job, guys. And uh, we look forward to uh, doing more stuff with you guys. We did want to mention before we get out of here that we've got the Haunted Halloween all of October coming. Uh, lots of great content over there on the website. We're going to do a podcast Halloween special, which should be uh, really fun. And uh, just a lot of other things. We're doing some uh, spooky cards on the Wax Pack flashback on YouTube. So. We want to invite everybody to go over there uh, during October and get some Halloween in because, man, it's uh, <laughs> who knows if we're even going to have like trick or treating and stuff this year. So we're trying to uh, supplement some of your Halloween spirit over on the Retro Network. And uh, right after we're done talking here, we're going to give you a nice little teaser for all that. So uh, for Mickey, this is Jason. Thank you guys for, uh, again, putting all this together. And uh, maybe we'll have to do a uh, tier end podcast and uh, 
invade one of their shows, Mick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We need to end this with a, we need to put a sound clip in of the, this is awesome chant because both were pretty awesome. <laughs> Agreed. All right. We are out of here. This October, the Retro Network presents the TRN Haunted Halloween. 31 days and nights of spooky-themed fun from pop culture's past and present. A full month of podcasts, videos, online features, and giveaways to make the hair on your neck stand up. TRN's Haunted Halloween will also haunt your social media channels with even more shocking goodies. Get the full experience by dropping into the TRN VIP lounge for more bone-chilling excitement than you can handle. Subscribe to the Retro Network podcast channel wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to the TRN YouTube page. Follow TRN on your favorite social media channel at TRN Social. And visit theretronetwork.com daily for all the chills and thrills. There's no tricks, only treats as the Retro Network presents the TRN Haunted Halloween all month long in October.